0: Today, we're talking about energy vampires. Oh,
1: and yeah, you're right. That is a little spooky. It
0: is. Yeah, it just happened Halloween. that
1: way. yeah. We should have done this. We should have waited until um, uh, October 28th, whenever Halloween is. The 31st.
0: 31st, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. For the energy vampire edition. <laughs> so what is an en- energy vampire?
0: So, you know, some people kind of talk about energy vampires in the uh, frame of narcissistic behavior. Mm -hmm. And that's actually a personality disorder. Uh, That's pretty serious, right? It's a personality disorder that is narcissism. That's different from what we're talking about uh, within this context. Energy vampire can also be someone who drains your energy when you Mm. interact with them, when you, you know, you interact with them in real life or on the phone or virtually right after having a conversation with them you just feel so drained so that's an energy vampire in the context that we're talking about okay right
1: so someone who's just sort of exhausting to engage with
0: exactly Yeah. yeah and of course this could you know have to do with your um ability to either be like an ambivert or or ambivert being both an extrovert and an introvert or an introvert so after social interaction a lot of times introverts feel exhausted Mm -hmm. right especially after meeting with a lot of people in a group um extrovert extroverts on the other hand get recharged so they feel the energy and the buzz from all of that social interaction and then feel energized and maybe go on to you know at home later they'll like bust out a hundred pages of a new book they're writing. I don't know, something like that, right?
1: Yeah, it's so, just, I'm laughing because it's like so different from who I am. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, you're both, the reality is, is I, and the, I am The older too. I
1: get, the more, and I think personalities shift, but the older yes. I get, the more introverted I think I become yeah. and, and realize I am. Right. right. No, I
0: feel that way too, to a lot of, uh, to, to a great extent. But I think ambivert is where I'm sort of like more predisposed because it's both. Right. Um, and I think And so that's
1: that separate. So if an, I'm an introvert, uh, then I would find, by definition, I would find most conversations draining.
0: Yeah, just depleting right. of your energy. Just, but that doesn't
1: mean everyone's a energy No, vampire. no,
0: of course not. And so I, I also want to be careful with this term, right? Because um, people can exhibit communication characteristics of energy vampires. That does not mean that they are all the time. An energy vampire
1: so okay, that's a good point. that's
0: a, that's a good point right because I feel like with certain people you might be even more um, you know looking for their not it's not like you're seeking out to deplete them of their energy it's just mm-hmm. maybe you know you see them as a mentor figure mm. and you want to ask them a lot of questions and you want to you come to them with advice seeking um, you know that you're looking for advice or something like that where of course on the mentor side They'll probably feel a little drained after engaging with you. Right.
1: Yeah. I like that idea yeah. of framing the energy vampire as sort of um, context specific, right? Yeah. So that uh, sometimes you're in energy vampire mode, and and you're uh, you're um, yeah. you're basically expecting more from the conversation and demanding more from the interaction exactly than the person with whom you're interacting. Right. 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 Uh, whereas in other contexts, mm-hmm. you might be the energy source, exactly right? Sort of supplying uh, all the uh, information and and, uh, sort of, I don't know, what what we call it, the energy.
0: Energy, the listening or the act of listening. The listening, yeah. Yeah, that's a big part of it, right? We might not always be giving advice to someone or be qualified to give advice to someone, right? If they come to you for um, advice, you might just really, all you can do is lend an ear and be open to listening to them and really engage with them and you know, validate what they're feeling. And that more than often is more than enough.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's surprising how little that actually happens. Yeah. Right. Too often yeah. when people get together, uh, you know, they, they are often just sort of speaking over each other. They're all just trying to dump what's on their mind. Yeah. I'm uh, just thinking
0: about the debate. And so <laughs> I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of interaction with like a lot of overlap. So yeah. in conversation analysis, we look at these uh, places in the conversation where there's overlap and interruption. So uh, one of let's jump into the characteristics of, of energy vampire behavior. Mm. Um, one thing is, you know, constantly hogging the floor, hogging the conversation, right? Making it a lot about you, right, ad nauseum. It's not like once in a while you bring up, you know, a situation that you're in or feelings that you're feeling or, um, something that's going through your mind that's about you, about the ego. This is ad nauseum, so constantly, right? Yeah. Whenever you interact with this person, they seem to just be talking about themselves, right? And also the type of language that is used, right? I, me, right? If, um, you know, this car back to one of the interview courses that mm-hmm. we uh, put out there. There are a few actually out now, so if that's something you're interested in, check it out. But um, we talk about this the importance of, even if you take full responsibility for this amazing project that you put out, mm. not referring to it as something you did, right? Saying, I did this amazing project. It's like we, the inclusivity yeah. of the team, because of course, there were people who helped you. Right, so really paying attention to that I, me
1: yeah. language. Yeah, yeah. And, and you see that a lot, I think, um, in team dynamics. Mm-hmm right? Some people tend to discuss uh, what they're working on and Mm. what they've accomplished with that inclusive language, right? Uh, That that demonstrates they have this sort of team mindset. Whereas others really hone in on, uh, oh, this is what I did. And, you know, uh, did you like what I did? You know, uh, should we do more of this? Right. But but it's focused very much on their personal achievements and accomplishments as opposed to yeah. framing them in the context of a team. Right. Uh, and so from that perspective, um, they're almost a, an energy vampire on the team, right?
0: Absolutely. Oh, because, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure.
1: Because the, the highlight is more so on what they've done as opposed to the, the team's accomplishments. Mm-hmm. and. Most of the time on a team, it is a team accomplishment, right? Everyone sort of supporting each other in different ways.
0: For sure. There's that great quote, right? Something I'm going to garble it a little bit, but it's something on the lines of um, no success is great. no I in
1: team. (laughs) There's
0: that. That's a good one. Um, But there's no success without a team, right? It's something like that. I garbled it. Something (laughs) like that, though, right? Where it really drives home the point of, any achievement is really not the, the feat of one individual. It's all the people that helped you get there. Yeah. Right? Any successful person that you can think of had help along the way. Yeah. Oprah Winfrey, Tim Rob, Tony Robbins. Help, uh, luck as well. Luck too, right? What's yep. that quote? Luck is where um, hard work meets opportunity. Yep. yep. All right, so enough with the quotes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <like> um, Garveled. or <laughs> <garbled> otherwise. <laughs> Garveled
0: quotes. So that's one characteristic, right? Where, well actually we've covered two so far of uh, communication characteristics of energy vampire tendencies in social interaction, online and offline. So the interruption, hogging the floor constantly, right? Trying to always talk over people Mm. or just talk, right? Um, Using I and me language more than other pronouns. Um, And then, you know, body language too, right? Mm. Body language maybe is like a little bit I don't wanna say aggressive, but a little bit like maybe too much. or right. um, But that's not, it's not like fair to say too much, right? Because some people, as we talked last week, they're different communication sensory preferences. And visuals tend to use a lot of uh, body language. Um, kinesthetics, on the other end of the spectrum, don't really, they're very reserved with their body language. So that's not like the best way to. Um, but if if you notice it's more like aggressive than maybe what they tend right. to display, right? Then that could be
1: being and, and so the the idea there is that their body language by they're they're sort of demanding more attention, um, and and prominence in the interaction, yeah, through sort of very overt um, and an active body language, right, right.
0: right. Um, and, you know, it's it's sort of like also in the context of physical space, right? In American culture, we have this saying where mm. we are not, if with people that we don't regularly interact with and in more professional settings, we like to be at an arm's length, right? So this would be way too close if it was, you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. More like a professional setting. Yes, uh, But we're business partners and... We're also married, so that's different. Um, but think about when you're with your close friends, right, being pretty close in proximity as you talk to them. Um, when you're more distant from someone, you're, you're going to probably want a little bit more space, and that's just how, as human nature... It's a respect thing. ...goes, yeah. yeah. And, of course, it's um, culturally bound as well. So in certain cultures, within certain subcultures and contexts, there might be even more of that or less of that. Um or none at all so it's it's really interesting right so in we talk in American culture about invading our space invading personal space and that you can think of as coming within that um parameter yeah. of not at an arm's length so that's also something to be um aware of yeah
1: it's it's interesting so um what what came to mind also is sort of the opposite yeah so an yeah you a giver no oh. it's not that but but um, no body language yeah. as also a form of, of energy draining.
0: Ah, I like that. Right? Okay. Yeah. It's almost like a, mm. I think it's like
1: a black hole or something. That's interesting. Where someone is not engaged yeah. uh, physically in the conversation, I see what you're
0: like they're aloof, right? They're, they're aloof. Not... Exactly. Yeah.
1: That yeah. almost sucks the life out of the conversation yeah. as well. Yeah. And and if this is getting us off track, then then fine. No. Um, but how how does that sort of factor into the energy vampire? paradigm right yeah. So, you, what you're describing and what we should probably do is um go through the the remaining characteristics that you're describing yeah um but but something i guess maybe to put on the docket yeah. is like what is the uh, other type of energy of empire where you, you get in a conversation with them and you feel drained afterwards yeah. but it's because they weren't giving enough
0: right well i think that that also falls it's definitely on topic i'm glad you brought that up that's more of the aloof Uh, disengaged, right? Because what's happening is when you're trying to talk with them, engage with that person, and they're unresponsive, they're not uh, maybe moving their body, (laughs) they're kind of like frozen, lobotomized, Um, that's probably because they're thinking about themselves Mm -hmm. and what they're going to say. And maybe a situation that they've had, but Thank goodness it's not like the one you had, right, kind of dynamic going on. Right. So again, it's It actually
1: fits in in the paradigm.
0: Yeah, it does. It fits perfectly in the paradigm, well done. I mean, that's a great example. I'm so glad you brought that up because there's a different type of energy vampire characteristic where uh, you might not, somebody's coming to you for, so for example, the other type is when the person's constantly dominating and talking about themselves and themselves ad nauseum, right? that's from the speaker's point of view. Right Now from the listener's point of view, as an energy vampire characteristic, I don't wanna say just an energy vampire as a person because labels are not fun. Behavior, a behavior. Exactly, tendency, behavior, perfect. Um, That would be more passive, right? In that you're still drained because you're talking and talking and you don't get any response from them and no uptake.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I think the way I would think about it is, and uh, uh, someone exhibiting energy. Let's just call them energy vampire.
0: Okay, we're just
1: gonna.
0: Uh, <laughs> but you know what we're talking about. We're trying we're to be too PC
1: here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, an energy, energy vampire, when they're talking about themselves, they may be excessively animated right. and engaged.
0: And think of it just as like when someone's asking for advice. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and on the uh, when when the other person is talking, when it's not about them. That's when they switch on the aloof mode, Yeah. where they basically—they get
0: bored. Yeah, they get sort of like—they get
1: bored. They disengage. They yeah. they uh, imply that they're uninterested.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And and that can be double draining. So on the one hand, they're they're draining your energy because yeah. uh, they're forcing you to to sort of deal with their problems. Yeah, um, and sucking all of your energy toward resolving whatever their problems are. Right. Um, and then when you try and reciprocate and get some energy back from, from them, them, they they don't give it back, right? 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 It's one thing. Like it's you, people shouldn't feel afraid right now that when they're having conversation with friends that they shouldn't be you open, know, open, yeah. and, and 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 talking and about their their troubles. Like yeah. that's part of the beauty of friendship. Is, exactly. It's is a safe space to do that right. and and to um, offload some of those frustrations and worries. But the key is that it's reciprocal. Yeah. So. The energy balance goes back and forth. At, at one point, you might be a, a, a dreaming force, and yep. then at another point, you're you're a giving force, yeah. right? So it's this back and forth. With an energy vampire, it only goes in one direction. One direction,
0: yeah. And so, you know, it's important to kind of think about when you're engaging with this person who's exhibiting this characteristic, um, maybe more than. They should, or more than you notice that they do the other, right? Um, maybe if they're important to you, you know, if they're in your family or if they're a close friend, or you interact with them regularly and you want to, then maybe have the conversation and say, you know, I'm feeling a little bit like
1: mm. it's
0: not really balanced. Uh, I, I do my best to listen to what you have to say and, you know, uh, actively listen, right? That's another characteristic, not listening actively, being passive. Um, instead, showing active and engaged listening, where you're empathetic, um, and maybe have this like upfront, frank conversation with them. If not, if it's not worth it, if it's not, you know, then maybe let go of that person, right? Um, uh, you know, it's it it really comes down to you and how you want to spend your time, right? We it's not like we have just like a million hours in a day. We want to spend time with the people that we want to spend time with, and if it's not a two way street with communication. Then maybe you know, I'll feed saying goodbye, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think there's a middle ground yeah. there too, actually, where um, particularly if it's someone like a colleague that you yeah. don't really have a choice. You sure, can't, you can't, sure. Well, that's a good uh, point. Sunset the the relationship. Yeah. Um, there's a middle ground where you basically, when you are going to, when you know you're going to interact with an energy vampire. Yeah. Um, you steal yourself for that right you you you, you prep yourself right so when you're going into the conversation you uh recognize that the energy flow is going to be in one one direction away from you yeah um and reserve the energy right so don't don't let it suck it out of you I think when you're cognizant of what's going on you can you can defend yourself from from too much energy being leaked.
0: Definitely whether that
1: means not engaging as empathetically as you would normally. Exactly. Um,
0: limiting the time.
1: Limiting the time, that's yeah. a perfect way to yeah. do it. Um, I like that even more because that way you can be yourself. You don't have to be aloof. Right. Um, so you limit the time so that the drainage is is short-lived, short minimal. Yeah, minimal. yeah, exactly. yeah there, there are definitely, There's think ways. about ways to mitigate it in these in-between steps in situations where you don't really have the option, which a good is pretty common.
0: It is, yeah, yeah it definitely is. And uh, if it's it's if it's a person with whom you can speak openly with, even in a professional setting, maybe you know, switch the subject to something else, make it more neutral, make it more we language, us language. Um, try to you know divert that that stream, so to speak, um, and empty it out into the into the river instead. Um, I don't know. I'm getting all metaphorical here, but yeah, I think there's definitely ways of. If it's like a personal situation, you can avoid it. You can say, Mm -hmm. "Okay, well, this is not working for me," or have an open conversation. And if it's a professional setting where you really can't, you don't have much of a choice. You find ways of protecting yourself and your time, and your energy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And also, if this is something that you resonate with, uh, that that resonates with you, right? If you notice, uh, on the blog post, I listed a bunch of other characteristics in communication that you can uh, peruse, but. If you notice, well, oh, goodness, I do, you know, a couple of those, then maybe in the next interaction you have with people, and it could be, you know, with certain people that you just take their energy, and they're too kind and polite to say anything to you, or they might not even be cognizant of it, but if they leave the conversation with you feeling drained and really tired and lethargic, then maybe you can, you know, work towards being more of an energy giver in in those cases.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that ties in nicely to what you're saying at the beginning, which is in most cases this isn't hardwired into your DNA, right? It's more about being a conscious yeah. uh,
0: communicator, And
1: conscientious communicator, yeah. right? So by understanding the, the the characteristics of an energy vampire, uh, what energy vampiric behavior is, <laughs> uh, you can um, engage with other people in a way that is um net positive or at the very least reciprocal right right so that you can be aware of situations where you know i mean when you start to really pay attention you can figure it out sort of who's doing too much of the talking and too much of the needing in yeah, a conversation for
0: sure
1: um or what you can do is if it's a situation where you really have something to unload and you have a friend who you want to do that with you prep them ahead of time yeah. you say, Look, this, you know, without in 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 nicer words, you say this conversation is going to be about, be about me and right. my struggles. Yeah, are you up for it? You know, <laughs> can you can you be my source my of strength for right now? Or no? Yeah, and with the understanding that in the future the reverse might be the case, right? For sure. Um, so the reciprocality doesn't reciprocity doesn't have to necessarily take place within that conversation. In a in a friendship, it yeah. can take place, you know, back and forth over the period of time and. That's what makes a good friendship. Is it's it's not you know always tit for tat quid pro quo right um,
0: or any type of relationship right, right? But Parental, the point is that you're being sibling. aware of it.
1: Yeah, right? you're being aware of it so that um, you know if you know that you are more of an energy energy vampire to the conversation, you thank them afterwards. You say yeah. you know thanks so much. I know this is a lot about me. Uh, I know it's not easy to hear everyone else everyone yeah. else's problems, yeah. and I know you have your own problems. Right. I really appreciate the fact that you took the time to to sort of hear me out on this. Um, let me know when I can do the same for you.
0: Exactly, I love that. It's it's great because that way you're transparent about you know uh, they're having supported you in this time, and that you will you're willing to do the same for them when the time comes, right?
1: Yeah, that's yeah. so
0: nice. Yeah. So these are things to keep in mind, right? We all have different communication tendencies. Uh, No one's a perfect communicator all the time. There's no such thing. You can't be a a master communicator 100% of the time for all of your life. But the point is that we're all trying to get better at it, right? And some people might just push your buttons in ways that other people don't, right? And so you might push other people's buttons in the way that other people don't for them. So these are things to just keep in mind. And every day, every week... Set a goal for yourself. Think about, you know, what you want to practice that week. If it's about being more, uh, you know, interrupting less, hogging the conversation less, or being more of a, an active listener with people, then that could be, you know, a, yeah. a good starting point.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, I like that sort of setting up um, some kind of game plan for how how to be more aware of this and, and implement it. I yeah,
0: like that. right. And it's all about, you know, having that mindset, Um, And the mental fortitude to then is what strengthens our social connections. And we can't live without social connection. So online, offline, social connections, super important. So Yes, indeed. We need need to keep at it, right?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Cool. So uh, that's a wrap for this live stream. We're going to be hopping on Greg's channel uh, in just a few moments. So... Greg, Stake you want to tell them a little bit about Stake Your Wealth? Stake
1: Your Wealth, yeah, sure. So uh, it's a personal finance and financial independence uh, channel. That's right. Uh, we also have a podcast. Um, but we do, we do take the live recordings and uh, all the recordings and put them on a podcast as well. So if you're interested in personal finance um, and building wealth, right, creating a stable financial platform for yourself, uh, that's what that channel is all about. And we do weekly conversations on there. So, uh, if you're not a fan of me, but you love MD, oh. she's on there too. Uh, We're both so, on there. We're yeah, both yeah. on there.
0: And um, and what's great about the live chat, just like this, you can you have the opportunity to ask your questions. And Greg has a lot of you know expertise and information in this area and passion for it. And so. Um, he has a lot of nuggets of wisdom to offer <laughs> well, all of us with this. So it's, it's I'm certainly
1: passionate about it. That, that much yeah. I can guarantee. And
0: it's fun. It's, it's yeah. a lot of fun because they don't teach you this at school, just they like don't. they don't teach us social skills and communication in school. Yeah. So that's why we're here. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. All right. So we'll see you in a few minutes or that's we'll right. see you next week. That's right. Either and way, have a great weekend.
0: And happy X learning.
1: And happy X learning.